Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for the podcast powered by Coffee and Mountain Dew. The Morning Five with Bryce Sparling and Billy Lindahl. Wake up, West Georgia. It's time for your favorite morning podcast. It's the Morning Five for Monday, August 15th, 2022. You've made it to game week. Yes, this sir. To by the Perry and Lawyers. Nobody wakes up thinking, man, I hope I hire a lawyer today. But hey. Life happens. Don't call one of those big law firms with overused slogans and thousands of billboards. We have a top-notch law firm right here in West Georgia. The Perry and Lawyers with offices in Carrollton and Bremen. Personal injury, workman's comp, and everything in between. Find them at callcadenow.com. That's C-A-L-L-C-A-D-E-N-O-W.com. Local lawyers, catchy slogans, a few billboards, big results. Guys will always give you your food day of the of the day, but right now, the most important thing you need to know: you've made it to game week. That's all that matters. I am so freaking pumped. It's all that matters. We had to suffer through so much baseball through the summer; it was almost nauseating. I'm a baseball fan, uh, but football's back, and it starts this week, and I am super hyped for that. Yes, we are. Mm, hello. I don't think I've woken up yet. Uh, it's National Lemon Meringue Pie Day. I'm I'm yeah. down with some lemon meringue. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I don't I don't dislike lemon meringue as much as other pies because lemon meringue isn't as like I, I don't know sugary sweet. It's more of a tart bitter pie. Uh, so I can I can do a little bit of lemon meringue pie I guess here or there. But you know once again not a big sweet fan. Not gonna go out of my way to get it at a party or something i might have a little slice or something like that i'm uh i'm I like the lemon meringue maybe on a cool day after you've had a big meal and just you know a little slice of something to kind of top off your your lunch or your dinner or something not a massive lemon meringue pie guy but uh but i'll eat it if it's there i suppose what a great weekend for the braves i mean an absolutely great weekend I forgot four, they played this weekend. A four-game sweep against the Marlins, which was just absolutely perfect, including last night. Just what night. the doctor ordered. And including yesterday, Bryce, which yesterday they were going into the ninth with one. They were down one nothing. <laughs> it's not good against the Marlins. No. And then uh, put up three runs in the ninth, and you're happy. Let's go. Thank you. Let's go, Braves. All right, game you know, one. We were just complaining last week about them having a three-game losing streak, and now they're on like a six-game winning streak. So yep. the ebbs and flows of baseball. <laughs> the wonderful ebbs and flows. Uh, Friday night, game one. Uh, Braves beat the Marlins four to three. Harris, two RBIs. Swanson Olson, the other two. Odorizzi, four innings pitched, two earned, two Ks. Not great. Um, not good at all. But it is what it is. You know, and and I think that one's going to be and we've got some news to come up with that that that'll uh kind of uh negate Odorizzi but five innings out of of one run ball in the bullpen and and I'm okay with that yeah I'm, I'm fine I mean the first two games of the series the starting pitching wasn't great it wasn't terrible but it wasn't great and then the last two were pretty good so uh, you, you take the Odorizzi start and, you know, you say thank you, Penn, and move on to the next game. And let's not forget, too, and, and before we get to the other two games, or the other three games, we gave you pitching probables for the weekend, and the pitching probables got thrown out the window. I don't know <laughs> what happened, 
I really don't. And I haven't figured out, like, and maybe I'm just, I haven't seen it, but Bryce, Bryce and I were a little bit preoccupied on Friday. Spencer Strider was supposed to start this weekend, and he's, and he didn't. So I don't. Yeah, know. I haven't seen any news about that over the weekend. I, I don't, I don't know what happened there. I don't know if they're giving him long rest, rest or what's going on. But he, he didn't pitch this weekend. No. Uh, game, game two, which was game one on Saturday, Braves beat the Marlins five to two. President Trump. Uh, had three RBIs, which he had a monster game. The, the kid who played uh, catcher for us, Harrison Olsen, had an RBI. Kyle Muller, five innings pitched, two earned, five Ks. But it, it belonged to uh, Trump, and Trump would, yeah. Trump looked really good, and including what was so great about it, man. Not, and I know you didn't get a chance to look at it. You're just pulling it from the box score, but. I watched the end of this game, and the fact this kid had a sore hamstring or whatever, and was pushing through in a what should have been a double in the eighth inning to, to put up more runs to get up a little bit more, and he he was only able to make it to first base because he was still just pushing through, but he was still like grinding and able to to get done with it. Man, it was so it was so good to see. Where did we get that guy from? Because honestly, I, I saw he was in the starting lineup, and I was like, "Who? Who is this? Where did we get? Did we call him up? Did we yeah, trade we called him? him up for How the, did we get him for the fifth? Uh, we had a few, um, you know, little D's injured, um, right? So, you know, it was down to Contreras and only Contreras. So it was needed. Oh. Um, we needed a little bit extra, so uh, he was called up. Chadwick Trump. Yep. That is a that is an aristocratic name right there. Yes. Yeah, I had a massive I didn't know who the kid was before this game. And then I looked at the box score after it was over and I was like, oh, three RBIs in his first ever game there. That's awesome. <laughs> and something cool that happened in there in that game was uh it was the first time two battery mates had ever made it from both Curacao and Aruba, which Henley Jansen was from Curacao and uh Trump was from Aruba, so they were. That was the first time ever going to each other. That's awesome. Yeah. Every time I hear Aruba, I think of the uh, think of the song. Yeah. Aruba, Jamaica. Ooh, I wanna, wanna take, take it. it to Bermuda, Bahama. Come on, pretty mama. Each boys for the. That should win. be his walk up. That should be his walk up song. <laughs> Game three, Braves win six to two. Olsen with three three RBIs. Grissom with two, uh, which. He hit another shot. I mean, absolute shot. Cunha with a with an RBI as well. Ian Anderson pitched very well. Six innings, two earned, four Ks. He looked really good. He looked. To f- yeah, I actually watched this game because the people, the house I was at, wanted to watch the Braves instead of preseason NFL football and almost left. How dare but, they? But uh, that's what I said. But yeah, we did watch this. A little concerned about Anderson early on, running up the pitch count eh, through three innings. I think it was pretty high. Settled in and got through six, uh, only allowing two earned runs. So that's great to see out of Anderson. Have they sent him down yet, or yes. is he still up? No, that's no they did. Bad. Okay. Well, that that's a good start to kind of go down to AAA, and you have something to work on with your last major league start. So hopefully Ian Anderson can figure it out down there in AAA because he looked good Saturday night. And then finally yesterday, game four, Braves win three to one. 
Contreras and Harris with RBIs. Bryce Elder, seven innings pitched, one earned, 10Ks. At a boy, Bryce. Let's Good go. Job. Uh, it, the pen looked great, too. I mean, no... Uh, no runs in the in that game, so it was good. It was a good game, a good weekend for the Braves. Really good weekend for the Braves. Yeah. I'll take it. Braves. Good weekend. Decent starting pitching to great starting pitching. You get a four game sweep of the Marlins. That's what the doctor ordered, man. Braves now five and a half games back of the Mets, six in the loss column. And guess who we start to play tonight? Uh the Cincinnati Tentacles. New York Metropolitans. Oh, buddy, we gotta, we gotta take care of business, man. We gotta stop relying on other teams to take care of business when we cannot beat the Mets in a series four game set uh, at home. We gotta go three and one. You would think, right? We gotta go three and one against the Mets in this four game. At set. least, yes. I'm not gonna get greedy and say we want four and zero oh, because we face no, Scherzer I'm gonna say, and I'm gonna get to greedy close and off. say we need four and zero. Oh, but I mean, that's just me being a fan. Strider's supposed to start tonight. So hopefully he gets the start. Yeah, I don't I, know why he got pushed back, but okay. I, I don't either. I can't find any news. I have no idea. And hopefully he gets the start tonight and we go three and one against the Mets. That's what I'm going three and one against the Mets. In other news, Mike Soroka is set to begin his rehab assignment Tuesday with the Braves at, at Rome. So Mike Soroka. Let's go. Yeah, uh, I might go up there and watch that. I might go up there and see if I can find a time to go up and watch Mike Soroka in Rome. That's a fun that's a uh, fun stadium and a fun atmosphere to go to and it's cheap, super cheap to go up there yeah, and watch him play. You can go in like five rows from the dugout and pay less than ten bucks. So nice. And the beer, quite cheap as well. Is, and is the it really? selection of beer yeah, the selection of beer in Rome is better than the selection of beer in Gwinnett. Huh. Which is surprising. I would rather go watch Rome play than I would watch go watch Gwinnett play. Alright. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Billy, this week in Atlanta United, tie Cincinnati FC 2-2. Two to two. So, yeah, it's it draws on the road. You can't really be mad at that. But at some point, you're going to have to start winning games that you're not supposed to. You're going to have to go on the road and get three points. Uh, you've dug yourself in such a big hole early on in the season with the way you've played. Draws on the road are not really going to cut it anymore. Uh, one of the bright spots though this weekend was Rocco Rios Novo played fantastic, honestly, in goal. Probably the man of the match for myself. Had four or five just phenomenal saves, really kept us in the match. So good job on double RN and kinda, you know, I guess kind of solidifying himself in that goalkeeper position. Everybody's kind of uh uh, they, they wanted that backup to come in, the, the kid we got from South America. They wanted him to come in and see what he had. But Rocco Rios Novo has played, I don't know, pretty well the past couple of matches. So good on him for, you know, defending his starting role there in between the posts. The defense had some iffy back passes and a lack of urgent, uh, urgent play kind of irked me the wrong way. One of the goals that Cincy scored was because of a lackluster back pass, just not enough urgency there. I would have liked to seen Joseph be a bit more uh, selfish and aggressive there at the end of the game. He was doing good of uh, passing off and playing the team game, but honestly, when you're when you're in the situation you were with Atlanta and you you need three points, it's okay to be a little uh, selfish there, Joseph. It's okay to keep the ball and be aggressive, be selfish. You're the man. You keep it. You shoot it. Uh, you know. You do what you've done best. You do what has made you one of the most clinical strikers in MLS history. 
Uh, Gutman once again saves the day for Atlanta United. Gets a decisive goal to earn one point on the road. And this is Mike Conti's call uh, from 92-9 the game on the uh, Gutman goal to draw us level at 2-2. Almada pops it back inside the arc. It rolls to Joseph. Ahead to Gutman. Edge of the six. Shot. Score! Andrew Gutman has done it again with a clutch goal in the final 10 minutes to equalize. And you can hear the excitement there in Conti's call. Just how big that goal was to give Atlanta United one point and possibly a chance at that time to score another goal and get three on the road. Unfortunately, unfortunately, we didn't get that third goal. Uh, I believe I said a 3-2 win for Atlanta United was sort of what I was predicting. And we we were close, 2-2 draw. Um, Unfortunately, it looks like Gutman picked up an injury after that goal. He got the game-time goal, picked up an injury. I'm not sure what it is, Billy. Um, they haven't released it as far as I have seen. As soon as I get news on that, I'll, I'll throw it out on our social media. But a lot of people are saying a hamstring, which is, I mean, for soccer, I don't, I don't know, good. dude. No, no. If, if, if it's a hammy, he's out for the year. So I, I don't know. It, it, it's frustrating, man. Uh, we need to be somewhere around 45 to 49 points at the end of the season to make the playoffs. We have to win the final five home games. We have 10 games left, five on the road, five at home. We have got to win the final five home games. And at some point, at some point, we have to start winning the road games. You know, we have to start getting three points on the road. Um, right now, we sit at 29 points. We need to get somewhere between 45 and 49 with 10 games remaining. It's a tall task, but it's not out of the realm of possibility. Uh, we still have a shot at the playoffs, but it is, it's is—it's going to be a very, very tall task just because of the way we started the season off. All right, Bryce, we had more football on Friday outside of high school football, which was what we were focused on. But Falcons beat the Lions 27-23 on Friday night, which was pretty strong. Mariota was the starter at the beginning of the game, but was pretty much limited to his playing time, which is to be expected. But he did have the first uh, touchdown of the game on a seven-yard scramble. Uh, Desmond Ritter looked promising. Um, definitely had some yeah, he did. Definitely had some mistakes, and right before his game-winning touchdown, he threw a ball that should have been fig- picked. I mean, there's there's yeah. no doubt it should have been. I don't. That should have been the end of the game. <laughs> but, but there's hope there, so that's good. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Um, how how uh how nervous are you at the amount of rushing that your quarterbacks did in that game? Because Mariota, his first touchdown was a rushing touchdown, which I, I don't I don't want to see in a preseason game. And I think Mariota rushed for like I, I don't know somewhere around like twenty four or forty yards or something like that. And then Desmond Ritter was the high man in rushing with fifty nine yards and six carries. I don't want to see that out of my quarterbacks in a scrim in in preseason games. Like, don't rush. Honestly, if it if it means we're gonna lose the game. That's fine. It's preseason. Do not do not run the ball. There's not a lot of talented depth there at quarterback for the Falcons. Arthur Smith said after the game that he was he was happy being able to have the quarterbacks, you know, break out of the pocket and make some make some plays happen with their feet. So I anticipate well, that but- to continue to happen. I like Vrabel. Vrabel pulled Malik Willis immediately after he was rushing too much. He said it's a preseason game. There's no reason our quarterback should be rushing that much. Yanked Malik Willis as soon as he picked up like a 14-yard game. Uh, Drake Lund didn't look good in his limited time. He had one catch for 24 yards. And then right after that, he got pulled um, with a knee injury. And he is 
his knee is going to make him sit out of practice all the, this week. So, yeah. Yeah, and the Falcons said they are not worried about the injury for the regular season. They said it is not a knee injury that could limit his playing time for the regular season. But I would, I'd be shocked, honestly, if you saw Drake London in any more preseason games. Maybe the third one or the fourth one. Maybe, There's only you know, three now. one or two drives. Oh, there's only three. You're right. Yeah, so he's done. He's done for preseason. You won't see him in preseason anymore. Uh, Felipe Franks tried to pass the tight end only for about five yards, but maybe a dude. But he also missed a few passes. Um, and Desmond Ritter didn't need him. Like, Desmond Ritter looked a lot better in his stat line and could have looked a lot better had Felipe Franks and a few others all passes that they should have. But, you know, that's neither here nor there. Um, and if, if Desmond Ritter gets that starting job, a rookie quarterback's best friend is a tight end, and the Atlanta Falcons have one of the best tight ends in the game. So that's going to be a, an electric combination between Ritter and Pitts if, if Ritter does end up starting. Right. Uh, most important stat last night, or Friday night, zero sacks. Oh, give it to me. Zero sack. So happy. So that's it. Give it. Give it to me. Give me to me on the zero sacks. Yeah, everybody came out relatively healthy other than Drake London and the Falcons said they're not really worried about his knee injury. It's just a just a little thing. I believe they said if it's a regular season game, he plays this week. So yeah. that's great news. Great news on that front. Billy, the Marine South scoreboard, we are jam-packed with scores over the weekend. Uh, we're going to start off with a football scrimmage scores. Most of these scores, uh, we thank our good friend Clay Harden for providing a lot of these scores. Uh, Bowden fell to Rabin County 21-34 to in the scrimmage. Uh, interesting to see what Raven County has after Gunnar Stockton leaves. It looks like they are still a talented squad out there. Uh, Bremen falls to Mount Zion four, or, uh, three to fourteen. That was after the starters were pulled. We're Which not one hundred percent sure what the. Yeah, that's that's kind of early to pull the starters. I figured they would have played them a little bit more. I'm not sure what the final score was, but yeah, Mount Zion does defeat Bremen fourteen to three. Uh, Central defeats Heard County 34 to nothing after the starters were pulled. And then the JV came in, and I believe Central won 14 to 7 when it was JV versus JV on Heard County. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Uh, And then at the Mac in Villarica, Villarica defeats Harrelson County 24 to 13. Uh, Paxton Ray, shout out. I did not know the running back Paxton Ray, freshman out of Harrelson County, is actually dating uh, my niece. So that was, uh, yeah, it was an information. She said, uh, we were at the pool yesterday and she said, did, uh, did a kid named Paxton play for Harrelson County? I said, Paxton Ray, a running back? She said, yeah. I said, yeah, he's a pretty talented little kid. He scored a touchdown in the fourth quarter. So he's quick, nimble. Uh, so yeah, that was 24 to 13. Villarica wins that one. And then Carrollton absolutely obliterates Alexander 52 to 17. I forgot, you know, any of those schools in Douglas County played football other than Douglas County. I thought they just shut down shop after we embarrassed them for four years straight when I was in uh, high school there. So good job on Carrollton. I'd like to see Juju play. I don't know what his stats were, but I bet that kid uh, tossed a couple tuds. Billy, this weekend in softball in our area, do you notice anything striking there? The Villarica score was it was 19 it was 19 to 13 at one point and then they scored a touchdown. I'm doing the math in my head. No, it was 26 to 13. 26 to 13, so I wrote it down wrong. Yeah. There you go. Uh, Billy, on, Billy, on the softball scores, does anything jump out at you there? Uh, a lot of green. A lot of green. A lot of green once again this weekend. 
Uh, Central was at the leadoff slam. They beat Lakeview 13-0, Northside 3-2, and Harris County 4-3. Izzy Rapati had two home runs in the weekend. Leah Adams and Chelsea Jeffers also had home runs on the weekend. Uh, Carrollton was also at the leadoff slam. They beat Crapple Hill 13-7, Decatur 6-2, and Northside 9-3. Amari Johnson. Yeah, Crapple oh. Hill. They're the they play in the Purple Palace over there in Douglas oh, County. Okay. Uh Amira Johnson hit five home runs over the weekend. What? Five at what point do you just start throwing around her? I mean, intentionally based on balls, that girl. Just Me why too. are you pitching at to her? At some point, yeah. Five five home runs over the weekend. Uh Bremen was also at the leadoff slam. They beat Hillgrove six to one and then lost the north side eleven to nothing. Ansley Agan had a two-run home run. Emily Morris with multiple RBIs also on the weekend. Uh, I want to highlight a JV player here. We usually don't do a lot of JV stuff here, but I think this young lady deserves uh, all the credit she can get this weekend. Aubrey Shoemake threw a no-hitter versus Villarica High School's JV. Struck out 13 of the 16 batters she saw this weekend. girl, Aubrey. Where'd he go? Oh, man. 13 of 16. That is absolutely amazing. Congratulations on a fantastic pitching performance this weekend. Uh, Bowden beat Paulden County 9-2. Gabby Stonecipher, Allie Bowman, and Caroline Huggins all with RBIs for Bowden this weekend. And then Mount Zion beat Art of Mouche, the French Exchange School, 17-12. That is a high-scoring affair right there. Uh, Chelsea Hogsett hit two home runs and got the win in the circle in relief of a strong pitching performance from Elia Phillips. Uh, and then on the volleyball court, Temple lost to Snorville, Pickens and Kell 2 to nothing this weekend. And Villarica lost to Sandy Creek, Jonesboro, Landmark Christian, and McIntosh 2 to nothing, but wrapped up the weekend by beating Dutchtown 2 to 1. So congratulations to all the victories, to all the players this weekend on the, uh, the schools we covered. Right. And then tonight, Billy, on the Stumpet Games and Events calendar for softball. Bowden at Manchester at 5.30, Rock Mart at Bremen at 5, Darlington at Mount Zion at 5.30, and Temple at Callaway at 5.30. Should be a fun night of softball. It, uh, yeah, and we have zero rain in the forecast. Have, That's great. Speaking of that, did you happen to see the forecast for Friday? I did, dude. Like, raining and cold, yeah. I think, is the... Like, uh, is the full, like the high, high is, is like 77 right? or something like that. It's it's really interesting. So yeah, that's football weather, Let's baby. Go. That is football weather right there. Let's see Friday. Oh, it's bumped up a little bit now. The high is 74, but a 68 percent chance of rain. Good, good times. All right, Bryce, you need another cup of coffee? Indeed, I do, sir. It's another Monday. Another cup of coffee brought to you by Realtor Hannah Strawn with the Robert Goolsby Real Estate Group. Uh, let's go. Will Zalatoris makes his most of a three-hole playoff to win the FedEx St. Jude Championship in dramatic fashion. That shot that bounced off of the edge of the uh, the, the green <laughs> yeah. was, oh my goodness. <sighs> and, and he finally wins a major, or he finally wins a, a tournament after finishing second like six times. So that that's kind of awesome to get that monkey off your back if you're Will Zalatoris. Yeah, they, uh, Happy Gilmore's caddy. Congratulations, man. Uh, New York <laughs> Jets uh, not out of the woods until the outcome of Zach Wilson's knee scope. They are not sure if he... Uh, the MRI may, need, may be huge. Um, it could be an ACL from what they are understanding. Yeah, that's, uh, that's not great for the Jets. 
I mean, their backup is Joe Flacco. So is there honestly that much of a drop off from Zach Wilson to Joe Probably Flacco? Not. Joe Flacco looked studly. I... So, I, you know, you're, you're the Jets. Like, you're not going to be good. Yeah. You're not going to be good anyways. So, yeah, it is what it is. The NFL Players Association president calls for a league to, to quote, reevaluate what is acceptable surface, quote, after preseason opener in Chicago. What happened? Uh, yeah, I, did, I didn't think it was too bad. I know a lot of the players in the NFLPA were complaining about the grass up there. Uh, Chicago is sort of having a hard time growing the grass. For I don't know why. I think they're doing it on purpose so they can get a dome and turf and all that crap up there. I didn't think it was too bad. I mean, it just looked like it looked like normal grass up there. It did come up at certain points and stuff like that, but that's, that's playing on grass. I didn't think it was that bad. Obviously, I'm not an NFL player. Uh, I don't represent these guys, so, you know, it is what it is. But, yeah, the NFLPA is complaining about the surface not being appropriate to play Steelers on. Steelers are big on Pickens at wide receiver. And George Pickens, are, Dude, that those, of us, those of us who have watched him play at Georgia, understand this. Understand the hype. I mean, he's he's a fantastic wide receiver. Uh, not only did he score a touchdown and look fantastic in his receiving duties this weekend for the Pittsburgh Steelers, he got a pancake out there at wide receiver. I mean, tossed the cornerback probably five yards back and just laid him right on the ground. Uh, that, that kid is going to be a dude up there. Pickens is going to be fantastic. Might be, and I say this as a massive Buckeye fan, Pickens might be the best wide receiver in this class. There you go. Kevin Harvick gets another big dub. Congratulations, Mr. Matt. Another uh, Sunday ice cream victory day. Two uh, two victories in a row. And, man, he, he did it again. And uh, I know it was it was really cool to see Matt's kid on uh, social media jumping up and down when, when Harvick crossed the finish line. That was, that was a good video, man. Yeah, he was happy. He was happy. So we'll we'll go all over that on track talk this week. I'll once again, you know, give the Florida Matt back to back victories, which is awesome after a long season of, of Kevin Harvick kind of getting shafted the past couple of uh, about month and a half in some of the races. So congratulations to Stuart Haas Racing. Uh, two victories absolutely solidifies Kevin Harvick into the playoffs, which is the best the best playoff system in any sport You're in the so entire world. Full of crap go NASCAR right playoffs. Now. <laughs> so full of crap. Uh, uh, and if I'm not mistaken, the top ten was littered with um, with um, Stuart Haas. Yeah, I believe they had three cars inside the top five or inside the top ten yesterday for Stuart awesome. Haas Racing, which is uh, yeah, great to see. And finally, today in 2012, Seattle Mariners Felix Hernandez becomes the 23rd pitcher to throw a perfect game. A one nothing victory versus Tampa Bay. I know perfect games come are very very difficult to happen, but against Tampa, man. Eh. Hey, the only twenty three have happened these in the entirety of of baseball, and they've been playing baseball for three thousand years, and there's six hundred and twenty nine games in a season. Uh, so I think you're over exaggerating that on a multiple no it's they've been playing baseball for way too long there's too many games i don't want to go off on a tangent there but anytime you can join the perfect game club that's an elite club right there you got anything else for us buddy nah man i'm good let's get out of here on monday that's it for the morning five on monday august 15th 2022 we will catch you all tomorrow tuesday same time
same place. Shake your neighbors! Just shake them! Shake your neighbors!